Hello, this is The Parent Panel. Every week we invite a mum and a dad to come on the show and share their insights into parenting. It's a show purely based on experience and opinion. Our mum today is a former Real Housewife of Sydney and our dad knows all the tricks to succeeding in life. Well, sometimes you catch yourself just being bossed around. You're going, wait, wait a second. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. <laughs> Neve one day took her nappy off and just rubbed it on the wall. Oh, wow. I kind of feel like parenting is a good antidote to my anal retentiveness. I think you're still in the trenches with your kids. I like the expression trenches. I sometimes call it the vortex. <laughs> the Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. Nicole O'Neill is our mum today. She has two girls aged 12 and 13 and runs the event group Preta Party. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Hi. How are you, Siobhan? Good, thank you. And our dad is Nate Cook, father of four, three boys aged 16, 14 and 12, plus a 10-year-old girl. He's a life coach and founder of Gridbox. Hi, Nate. How are you? Good morning, Siobhan. Today, we're talking about Batchy's Bum, Easter traditions and your fantasy PM. First up, though... Punishing public figures. You're a star. You can do whatever you want to. Jay, I don't think you can say that and be fair. I said offensive and that's not. Because no one heard me say it. So I'm now what I like to call untouchable. I don't think that's right. Australian rugby player Israel Folau is in hot water again after posting a comment on Instagram telling sinners to repent or they'll go to hell. Sinners including, among others, homosexuals. He said similar things on social media before, but with no ramifications from Rugby Australia. This time, Rugby Australia have said they will cancel his $4 million contract and Folau is appealing at a code of conduct hearing likely to happen next week. As parents, we're often told to watch how we behave as we are role models to our children. But there are, of course, role models that we can't control, like Israel Folau or Miley Cyrus. I'm just trying to... She's the most worst behaving public figures I can think of. Nicole, what would you like governing bodies like Rugby Australia to do in the wake of these kinds of comments? I think that it's it's a very difficult situation because I think that this is not an isolated situation. I think it happens very often and I think a lot of the time it sort of slips under the radar and people don't even notice. I think someone like Rugby Australia who Israel Folau plays for and, and plays under should distance themselves, obviously, from what he's saying and doing. But I think to make one example of him is, I don't think is right, because I think that there's a lot more, as I said. And I think it also, it's rather than taking it as a negative, take it as a positive and use it as a point of discussion with your children and talk about why it's wrong and why you believe it's wrong and why that's not right as to say or do how he behaves. And just because he's someone that is known... It's not someone who you should follow. So in terms of how you parent, when a public figure like this gets a, gets away with it, so to speak, you don't see that doesn't have a direct impact on your parent, parenting as long as you're talking to your kids about it. Well, I think that, I mean, social media is a very, very tricky line. I think that, I mean, the legal age is 13. So I think at the age of 13, it's a, it's a discussion that you can have with your children. If your children are following these stars on social media, these are the consequences. And this is exactly why the age limit is 13. Mm. And I think that then as a parent, you have to know how to navigate that. You have to know that your children are going to be exposed to certain things that maybe you don't believe is right or you don't believe in, but 
it is what it is. And you're, you're going to have to learn to deal with those ramifications. Mm. What do you think, Nate? Do you think Rugby Australia, do you want to see those sorts of governing bodies doing more to show, to make an example, I guess, of bad behaviour? A hundred percent. As a dad, I mean, cause and effect. That's what I believe in. And I try and sort of raise my children in that kind of thing, that the words, the actions, the things we do, yep, have an effect on people. Good, bad, indifferent. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So what we say and what we do reflects a lot about ourselves. In this kind of situation, I think what it's kind of highlighting more, and I'm hoping Rugby Australia will will be able to clearly define why they've made the choice of whatever the actual outcome is, that they can clearly define that for the community, rugby community, but predominantly for children, so they can actually understand this particular man created or did this because of his own beliefs. But our beliefs, and I think this is not particularly the platform, you know, to grandstand your own ideas and opinions. I mean, I disagree with what he said, but at the same time, on, on social media platforms and things like that, we have so much influence with our children of what's on there. There's too much hatred. There's too much negativity that this kind of platform is not the right place to be able to kind of, you know, highlighting one person's opinion. And I'm just hoping from that sense that, you know, that he's got a good support network around him, that he's not being kind of led down a path, do you know what I mean, of of allowing his profile to be able to view the opinions oh, of so see. many others. Yeah? yeah. Because, you know, if we look at it and say $4 million contract, I think it is a million dollars a year, those kind of things from all accounts up into this particular point, we thought he's a good guy. I mean, great rugby player. Kids yeah. want to do that. They want to leap high. They want to score like him. All of these kind of things from his transition from all codes is that, you know, in this particular moment, do you know what I mean? Like he's, He's, I don't know if he's in the right kind of headspace because to give away $4 million yep. being vulnerable, where's, I don't know where that's coming from, you know? And it would be interesting mm. as to how many young children are actually aware of his comments. Yeah. Which I think... Or were aware of it before their well, parents this is started the problem. talking about it. Or the yeah. media has made it into... Yep. I, I think the media has had a huge, you know, mm. played a huge role in this whole story. Yeah. And I think it'll be interesting to see how, how many children actually are aware of what he said. And, it, and also back to a point you mentioned earlier, Nicole, which I think is interesting, is that rugby is hardly the place for demonstrably good behaviour. Like we've had yeah. so renowned. many examples yeah. of bad I mean, behaviour. But when the bad behaviour and most of what we've seen, to be fair, has been about um, discrimination from, against women yeah. and bad behaviour towards women, yep. it almost feels that these comments have have garnered more attention than all the bad behaviour towards women but up till now. I don't know if I'm reading that right. How do you guys see it? Yeah, no, I, I, I tend to agree with it. And I think you're right about, you know, kind of platforming this. I, I didn't know about the comment. I don't follow no. him on Twitter or Instagram or anywhere I like that. I don't either. I, I used to play rugby at school, do you know what I mean? So and I, I know, yep, and I'll hear it. But I don't follow him. So up until that particular point of when it's highlighted in the, um, in the, the news, news. I didn't I know. So all of a sudden, and it's a great point, that I think the media, and again, I'm not taking away from what Izzy's done. Did it mean like that? He'll yeah. he'll end up facing the consequences but of his actions. But he's one of many too. Hundred percent is what the media have actually done is actually glor not glorified, but they've actually made this so much Put bigger than platform. what it is that now I'm explaining to my sons. You know, oh, so why is Israel Folau like lost four million dollars on the contract, Dad? Oh, well. So then you explain exactly what's happened. Oh, the question comes back: Why would have he done that? Like, if he, that's his opinions, fine. But why would he need to share that 
yeah. with the world. I'd... Because he's uh, evangelical, perhaps. Yeah. He wants to... Because I know a lot of gay people will read that and go, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I must stop being gay because Israel Falau yeah. says I'm going to hell. Will, will it be I don't a... know. He's got to work on his message, Oh, I think. absolutely. And will it, will it make a massive impact on children? Oh, I don't know. Do you mean like, I mean, it's, it's obviously it's up to parenting to do it. Yeah, I agree. It's but, how you deal with it. Yeah. And, and, that... and, and Nicole, it sounds like you've had to deal quite a bit with talking to your children about social media. I have. And my children aren't on social media. Um, I've, I've really fought hard for that. I think that the problem is it's a very slippery slope because at one, you know, we live in a country where freedom of speech is what it is and you're able to say what you want and say what you think without being prosecuted or persecuted for your beliefs and for what you say. But at the same time, somebody now is saying something that we disagree with, that the majority disagree with, and now he's being persecuted for it so it's also about explaining that to your children Mm. and saying you have to be careful what you say in case you hurt someone's feelings but you're able to say whatever you want Mm. I don't know so uh, as much as I disagree with the comments 100% there's two sides to this to deal with that story especially with older children yeah there's many layers well um it's a very serious topic and so we thought we'd mix it up a bit and our next thing that we're going to talk talk about is the furor still on social media but this time we're talking about the batchy's bum you two have a genuinely gorgeous bottle thank you i'm actually with the mexican ambassador the head of amnesty international and the undersecretary for trade and industry and you're on speakerphone and you've posted the photo on facebook This week, after a holiday in Port Douglas, former Bachelor star Sam Wood posted a photo to Instagram. It featured himself and his daughter Willow on a beach, nude, with their backs to the camera, caused quite a furor. Some people said it was inappropriate, others said it was narcissistic, and others still said his daughter would live to regret his decision. Nate, is Sam's photo inappropriate? Will his daughter Willow grow up to blame her dad for psychological damage? Only because his butt looks better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think his butt looks better than most people. <laughs> yeah, it's fairly. Yeah, uh, I don't. Th- I I personally don't think Willow's going to grow up to kind of you know sort of hold that over his dad. I I don't think her that. Dad. Her dad. Sorry. It's it's a unisex. Name. Yeah, you unisex. Sorry. Yes, way. her dad. Um, but what I kind of what I kind of feel with this is. It's a special moment and a moment between the three of them, yeah, that was kind of captured, Port Douglas, mum's walking along, bang, you know, I, I looked at the comments and looked at all the different things like through Sam, I follow him on Instagram, those kind of things. From all accounts, he's a great guy, do you know what I mean? Great yes. dad. So we're not, there's no judgment in, you know, who he is as a person. I think it was a special moment captured by a mum and went, wow, how cute's that? I don't think they kind of understood what was going to happen by then posting <laughs> right. that of what that was going to expose for the lack of a better kind of word. <laughs> so I'll go just kind of too many puns to throw, to throw around. Yeah. Is what that's going to expose to the wider kind of community. You're going to yeah. have people that know that's kind of not the platform to be doing that. Yeah. I don't think it was ever intended with any ill will or of course any kind not. of thing. It was never, but Unfortunately, on social media, do you know what I mean? Like you're going to have people who are looking for things, who they're going to be dragging things, and perception is reality. So if it's looked upon as inappropriate, they're going to go to that line anyway, yeah? Yeah. without actually just looking at, here's a moment captured, bang, click. So I understand that it has upset people because of where it is, but I think in the context of where it was taken and what it was, was a special little moment between the three of them. Would you let your wife post a photo like that? 
only after probably 12 months of working out in the gym and things like that, of sort of making sure my squats are kind of down pat, prob- would I? Yeah. There's no, no way I'd let no. my husband take a no. photo no. of my butt. No, I, I just want to know, were they walking down the beach, all of them naked? This is, <laughs> I was just, yeah. I was just, I was just yeah. thinking, so are we all just going to let it hang loose? That's is your right. mum naked? Like, yeah. are we just all walking down in case someone sees us? In That's case right. They, I don't know. And then, oh, wow, look how beautiful. Let's all, do we pull our pants down quickly and take a photo? Well, see, I've got to admit, I agree. We've had Sam on the show yep. and he's delightful. I yeah. really like him. I had no idea that he had such a good body before he came on the show. I know that sounds very ignorant, but yeah, I wow. only worked that out after I saw that Instagram post. Yep. At the same time, though, as someone in the media, yeah. even though I read the story about how it all happened, I can't help doubting the veracity of the fact that they were just running about and then suddenly <laughs> posed in this perfect shot. And and knowing that social media is a platform for publicity yeah. for people like Sam and I don't post anything on my Instagram account without first thinking how it will be received. Yeah, for and sure. also, so I find what's going to happen in twenty years' time when you look back at that photo and 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 be fine with it? Well, and think again, I should have kept squatting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. See, if I had again, if I had a butt like Sam <laughs> yeah. okay, I would too. Yeah. But I would probably don't... actually let my husband take a photo like that yes. if I had a really nice bum. Mm. Then I could look back years later and go, that's what my bum looked like. Yeah, yeah. True. Back I would have to agree. With but I'm still well. not sure. I mean, yeah. I understand this, the story behind it. And if it's true, Sam, I'm sincerely sorry, but I find it hard to believe that that's why I responded to it. I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice of photo. Yeah. Because you know when you post on social media, particularly when you have a huge following, that there's a there, every image there's a reason why you put it up there. and aren't we talking about it today <clears throat> exactly exactly didn't he get the publicity he wanted yeah yeah I, I don't, I'm sure it was I'm sure it was a moment do you I know what I mean like it was there it was a moment was was the so light right was it what type of filter was put on there do you know what I mean like hopefully no so photoshopping because dis- otherwise that's false economy you're, you're not yeah. disputing oh, the fact that they were running around having a nice time in the nude yeah I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to be proven <laughs> where wrong where were but the I'm th- paparazzi yeah. that's when the camera pans around there's like 400 people <laughs> yeah. behind there's reflectors there's all sorts of things happening there's a helicopter have you seen the drone <laughs> shots no, 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 and there's like someone with the makeup yeah, like, yeah oh. touching it up. Yeah, yeah. wow. Um, yeah, I, I reckon it was an opportunity like, hey, that looks cute. Hey, you guys walk a little bit ahead. Let's take a photo. That's grab. Yep, good. Yes. Keep that, whatever. If that's yes. your own kind of thing. Yes. But you've got to be open to the fact that as soon as you throw that online, it is yeah. going to upset people. It is going to. And what do you want? Every post has got intent. Yeah. Yes. What do you want? And Nicole, um, I'm interested in what you feel about this because uh, your Instagram account, you have a huge following um, and you have posted shots of yourself with your kids, etc. before. What was your take when you saw that photo? I saw it and, I mean, as I said, were they running on the beach naked? How did it all come about? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm quite technical and tried to put it all together. <laughs> I, I'm very careful as, as you are about what I post and what I choose to expose and, and, one, some people might say it's an edited version of my life. Well, you know, that's what it is. And I know sometimes if I post a quote or something that it's going to be rather controversial or it's going to, you know, cause some sort of conversation, I know what I'm doing. And you don't go into something like this not knowing what you're doing. So I think they would have had to have been aware of of what they were doing. And I think, good on them. We're talking about it. It's, it's a topic I, of conversation. But I also wonder when you say that, um, we, we say that because we're very... We're very aware. But are there still people who are unaware of the impact of certain choices on social media? 
you know what, maybe if you're a 13-year-old girl or boy and you're, you know, learning the ways, and that's the hardest thing about teaching my my children, it's what you put up is going to be with you for the rest of your life. You're, you're tagged. That's it. People will, that photo, you think you delete it? It's been screenshotted or copied or whatever, 300 times if it, whatever, however you can imagine how bad it could be, it could be worse. And, you know, there are universities now who scan through your social media profile to see what you've been up to before you apply to, before they accept you. And it's about teaching your children the consequences. While I'm all for it and I think it's a great platform and I think we can learn a lot from, from certain influences and I find it very interesting. I think also people are tiring of, this is me and my coffee. This is me at the gym. This is my lunch and this is what I'm doing. So I, I'm, I'm more mindful of what I post in terms of just generally. The novelty of it is sort of worn off. And Unless you post a photo of your bum. Of your bum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm interesting for both of you is if Sam had bodies on, mm. yeah, and it was just his with Willow, daughter mm. walking along, mm. would it be that, oh, my goodness, put some costumes on your kids? It, I think she. I think they still would have got a yep. backlash. Yeah. Only because I don't agree with it. Yep. But people are very. I mean, parents can't get away with anything. There was a shot recently, Pink put up with her son in the nude playing, and she got all this vitriol because her son was circumcised. Yeah. So I think if you're a public figure and you have a following, the trolls will find you. They will. So I'm. I'm not saying that. Um, it sounds like with Sam's photo. It was a mixture of kind of mild shock and horror. I don't yeah. think there was anything too out there saying. There's a few people saying, I'm going to unfollow you. Okay, mate. Unfollow well, that's, him. That's, that's your, fine. That's yeah. your choice. And, and I don't think it got as vicious as what happened to Pink. But I think parents generally, when they post photos of their children, yep. if they're nude, which is very sad, they will get backlash. I, I think you're right. I think I, I live in a little coastal village North in New South Wales, little tiny little beach community. During summer and those type of things, it is so common for little children, do you know what I mean, like a, up to the age of three or four, to be running around, swimming in the nude, jumping in the water, running out, so running around. Here's should. a towel. Do you know what I mean, like running out? Then there's no one I've ever been in a position where someone's what, said, Excuse me, can you please put some, put some clothes on your kid? Do you know what I mean? they come to Sydney more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, but there's no kind of, no. you know, it's just they're doing it and it's kind of it's free. Natural. And that there's no, that's right. That up until, because I can't get the cozies on them, I put the little wet scrunchies on, they pull them off anyway, so they play and it's free. There's a kind of an element to it. So I think, you know, I mean, maybe we need to get Sam on the phone and find out exactly what's kind of going on. No, maybe not. Because, I mean, he's, he's fine. Yeah, he's cool. We, cool, we, cool. We, we, I want to like, know what the intent Sam. is. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And yeah. and also what kind of workout you've got to kind of do to yeah. get some glutes yeah. like how that. Many, uh, how, how many, many squats yeah, a day? Is how it? many squats 200, 300, 100. No, I'm, I'm squatting squat now. I'm brushing I'm, my teeth. Obviously, I'm not brushing squatting. my teeth enough. <laughs> let's just start squatting now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, good idea. All right. Well, we have an election coming up. And I don't know about you, but no one is really talking my talk. Up next, we ask our parents who they would choose as PM if they if they could choose from their child's favourite cartoon character. Raising children can be a challenging and rewarding experience. Feed Play Love, hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt, is a bite-sized parenting podcast that's here to walk, skip and jump beside you as your children grow. I speak to experts and real parents about everything from finding your mama instinct to starting solids. So join me and we can all thrive and learn together. Feed Play Love, available wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hello, does Natalie live here? Oh. Right, fine. Thank you. Sorry to disturb. Yeah, are you the Prime Minister? Uh, yes. In fact, I am. Oh. Part of the service now. I'm trying to get round everyone by New Year's Eve. <laughs> That's Hugh Grant playing the lovesick PM in Love Actually. And what a PM Hugh Grant would be. This week, a friend of mine posted a, f- a picture of Bluey from the ABC cartoon with the caption Bluey for Prime Minister, and there were many people who agreed with her. Nicole, if you had to choose a cartoon character for Australia's next PM, who would it be and why would you choose them? Can I say that I would choose Wonder Woman? Oh, nice one. <laughs> I'm raising two daughters. Yes. I'm raising them to be strong independent, able to do anything they want, smart, and I think that Wonder Woman sums that up. Oh, love that. And she has a golden lasso. She has a golden lasso. The golden lasso, yeah. And she has a tiara. She has a crown, which I love. So I think that she would just be perfect. Is it true, though, that her lasso, if you have her lasso around you, you have to talk? Tell the truth. How good would that be in oh, Canberra? Oh, Tremendous bang, uh, straight could you in. Imagine <laughs> <She'd> just, <laughs> going and going and going. There'd be no one left. It'd be like in a monkey cage, yeah. wouldn't it? It's just stuff flying everywhere. Uh, and who would you choose, Nate? I had a good think about this. Um, yes. Instead of going and I was strapped between the kind of qualities and things like that. I, was, I went down the road runner line. Do you know what I mean? Like dodging. You know what? But I think on a similar thing, I like the idea of Iron Man. And I think where Iron Man <laughs> kind of comes through is yes. is a strong, smart, kind of independent, knows um, what he necessarily wants out of life, but then is able to kind of adopt a suit of um, strength that when everything's being thrown, all that oh, kind you'd of... you need that, wouldn't you? You need that, but it doesn't yep. actually stop him from his goal or his mission. It, so um, maybe maybe done. Wonder Woman can be the PM. Yeah. Yeah. And Iron Man can be the deputy. Love it. Yeah. I, I, we've Love sorted. It. We've yeah. sorted it. Sorted. That's it. Stop the <laughs> campaigning. Stop the campaigning. That's it. Our final topic in just a moment. How do you do Easter in your house? You can't do that. It's Easter. Not in this house. Tell us where the Easter bunny is, and we'll go easy on you. Easter's just Easter. Just just go with it, kid. So Easter has morphed into a chocolate event of gigantic proportions, but it means different things to different people. Nate, what does Easter look like in your household? So there's not a lot of chocolate. We don't do a massive amount of chocolate in our house. Um, Not from a, probably from more nutritional wellness and those kind of things. We have it at special occasions. It's more about Kind of, kind of restricting my mum's ability to be able to kind of provide four <laughs> dozen eggs per child, plus bunnies, plus baskets, plus mm-hmm. all those kind of things. So really, it's us just about hanging around, staying together as a family, kind of utilizing a time when we're not working to be able to just kind of reconnect and hang out. Yeah. Oh, lovely! Yeah. And how about you, Nicole? Um, we do Good Friday lunch, and we do Easter Sunday lunch. Do you put it on yourself? No, my mum does it. She hosts. I'm one of four and everybody and all the additions. So my mother does it. Wow. She's decorated the whole house and there's egg trees and yes, because oh, being half Swedish, half Lebanese, we've got a real mix of traditions. Good chocolate. Yeah, good chocolate, <laughs> good everything. Mm. Um, and so we do an annual uh, Easter egg bashing. What is this? Yep. Oh my God. So you, we, you boil eggs and you decorate them, which all the kids love to do. And then on Sunday, there's an Easter egg bash. So basically, you get two eggs each. Mum puts up the $50 prize, and you have to bash eggs head-to-head and tail-to-head. And the one who ends up with with an egg that hasn't been bashed wins the $50. (laughs) 
So it's a ma- it's a big deal in our house. Like <laughs> it is like we it's it's yeah major. We you know for many hours before the egg bash, we we're inspecting the eggs and we're testing them out and yeah. And and is there a secret to which one wins? Yeah, the I'm strategy. Yeah. Well, I like to you know I test it on my tooth you know and feel how hard it is and if it like these are hard boiled eggs. These are hard boiled eggs. That's all it is that have been decorated. So for novices, which is the best part of the egg to actually make contact? So the top and to. the bottom. The top, so it has to be. Yep. Yeah. So it has to be the top and the bottom. And you have to hold it with, you know. Has there ever been it. no winner? Has everyone, has it ever No, because there's up... always been at least one egg that survived the top or the bottom. Oh, you know, as, as a dad. It's so much fun. As a dad, I want to throw in like four raw eggs. I know. Somewhere and <laughs> yeah, just yeah, wait yeah. for the little kid to hold like that. Wait yeah, for yeah, Nan to come up there and go, oh! Smash. Yes, we've That's had what that I done. See. And then we've had oh. the other ones, the wooden eggs being thrown oh. in just as a, yeah, someone trying to cheat their way through. a little chew on the side, yeah. Yep. Oh, so, my goodness. But it's fun. And it takes it takes a while and everybody gets very involved. And, and it's fun to see how it's progressed through the years and the children have become more involved and oh, love it. I love it. Yeah. I think might steal that oh, one. I was kind of thinking of stealing it as well. I think sitting it's around fun. on the lounge watching Netflix yep. is kind of like. And then you eat egg sandwiches for the next week. Oh, mashed <laughs> eggs. Because you've got all the. Mashed eggs. You've got so much. Do Boiled you eggs. A, is there a special food? You mentioned you've got the Swedish and the Lebanese. Is there a special food? You My mum that always makes Gravlax for oh, Good Friday, that? which is a cured salmon. Oh, so she gets a, a, a fillet of salmon and then she cures it over a week. A cured in cured in in salt, pepper, dill. Oh wow! Yeah, and that sugar. Del- oh, and, and sugar. sugar. Yeah, it's delicious and and sounds and amazing. thinly slices it with a, like a mustard sauce. Oh my. God. God, so, can and I then come to your place? I was going to say, what, what's the seat cost? Yeah. I've <laughs> got six. I've got, got six. You've four. Yeah, yeah. Six, there's four of us. Another ten. Yeah. 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 Elisa, 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 yep. Elisa, yep. done. Yeah. Right, yep. we'll, be, we'll see you at Easter time. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, now I will wrap the, wrap up there because we're going to have to try and work out what her mum's number is. Yeah. So she knows <laughs> Well, my mum loves having guests. More the merrier. Brilliant. Well, that was our last topic, but before I let you leave, Nicole, where can people find you online? I have a website, NicoleO'Neill.com, and also on on Instagram or social media. Is there anything you'd like to plug, anything you're working on at the moment that you'd like people to know about? No, there's a few little projects in the pipeline. I finally moved house and feel settled <gasps> where I am. So now, yes, I turned 40 last year in November, so I feel like things are coming, starting to come together for me. Oh, and lovely. And this is going to be my year. Of course it will. It's going to be your yes. decade. Well, yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> I'll take the year. <laughs> I'll give you the decade if you take <laughs> the year. Right. That's yeah. nice, not greedy. I'll take no. five. I'll take five. <laughs> I'll six, give you yeah. five of mine. Okay, cool. And you can have the other four. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's very kind. And Nate, where, whereabouts are you online? So a couple of platforms. So gritbox.com, which is G-R-I-T-B-O-X-X.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at gritbox with double X. Uh, that's my best platforms where I'm kind of yeah. And are you doing out. anything at the moment? Because I know you do a lot of work with dads and children. Yeah, yeah I'm just about to launch in the next couple of weeks um, a program called Pivot Camp. And this particular camp is for parents to go away with children, yep, to an immersive kind of couple of days, yep, to reconnect with their teenagers, their kids, no devices, 
no power, no electricity, off the grids, camping, raw, getting back to actually connecting and communicating. So I'm really, really excited about that. Oh, that sounds great. And so yeah. that will be on details on the Gripbox website? Yes, Gripbox website and Instagram as well. So if you want to find Perfect. out about that, that's where it is. But I'm really excited about that. It's a combination of many years' work to something. So oh, I'm really excited. Sounds very exciting. That's yep. northern New South Wales near you? Yes, it is. Are? Yeah, sort of just north Port Macquarie, Crescent Head, sort of in that area. Beautiful yeah. spot there. Okay, well, that's where you can find it. We'll put links in the episode notes. Thank you both for coming in today. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You can find me at Siobhan Hunt. See you next time. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a babyology podcast hosted and written by Siobhan Hunt, produced and edited by Elise Cooper. For more information on the show, or maybe you want to do a deep dive onto previous episodes, you can find out all you need to know on our website. Head to babyology.com.au slash parent panel. See you next time.